Blog Talk Radio. Live from Chicago and Las Vegas, you're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's Page One with LeVar and Mary on Blog Talk Radio. Thanksgiving now. I think only because people, I think Thanksgiving is the least respected holiday of all time because people kind of look forward to the day, but they all seem to look forward past it. Um, They want to rush it along. They want to get to Black Friday. They want to get to Christmas. They want to get to New Year's and poor Thanksgiving. It's underrated and it gets looked over so bad. It's, it's, yeah, but it was good. That was yours. (laughs) <laughs> Mine was quiet as well, but it has been for the last couple of years. So, um, starting to get used to having like like I like kind of having that quiet Thanksgiving, not having to rush, not having to get dressed, not having to go anywhere. I am going to ask you: uh, Is it now safe hmm. to start talking about Christmas? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I can talk about it. But yeah, I'm actually decorating. We're cleaning up and getting ready to decorate the house for Christmas. So it is what? I am okay with it now. Thanksgiving is over. What? I know, I right? Am, I am shocked. <laughs> I, I I I don't know what to say. She's actually taken out her Christmas stuff. Now. Yes. <laughs> the world is going to end soon, so everybody buy your stock now. Uh, no, and here's the thing. You hit the nail right on the head. Thanksgiving is a very underrated um, 
holiday, but my family has always been, and I have become very adamant about not decorating and not doing anything until after Thanksgiving. Enjoy Thanksgiving. It's supposed to be about being thankful for what you have, not looking forward to what you're going to do. So taking that moment, taking that time, being thankful, hanging out with family, then you can start in the holiday prep. You know, the rush, the I got to make my list, I got to do whatever. Then you can start. Day after Thanksgiving, now, perfect. Go for it. Now, I was going to say, now, are you a big uh, Black Friday shopper? No, not even in the least. Not even in the slightest. <laughs> I procrastinate okay. until the very last moment. All right. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's a lot of people. I think there's a lot of people out this year, and if they are Black Friday shopping, I think it's because they're probably fearful that with the supply logistics and everything that's going on, the gift that they kind of really want to get is not going to be there. I know a lot of people probably started weeks before when Black Friday sales started, and it seems like now that's going to be the thing from here on out where Black Friday sales really don't start Thanksgiving night or the day after anymore. They're going to start like the beginning of November. Which kind of sucks because the whole thrill mm-hmm. of what the shopping really was night of or day after and everybody like going out and being out and getting up early and staying up late. and Yeah. Uh, and online shopping has changed that as well. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty much there's no need to really rush to the store anymore, especially if you know your size, if you know what you want. You're just going to have it delivered. And I saw Amazon trucks, UPS trucks all out today. Shout out to them because I know the next few weeks is going to be like a rush that I hope they are prepared for. Um, but, yeah, you're going to see a lot of that, and especially in the next few weeks. So, um, Also, public service PSA to people who <sighs> – I don't know why we should even have to mention this, but there's already stories about being careful of your packages being out on your front porch, which is sad. There used to be a time when UPS could drop off a package and your package could stay there all day long until you came back from work and you could get your package and not have to worry about some scumbag coming along and taking your package off your front porch. And you would even think that in this age of ring doorbells and cameras and everything else, that that would deter them. It does not. So, yeah, please take steps to get your package uh, to you in a safe mode. Because unfortunately now we have to look out for jerks that can't afford to uh, pay for their own stuff or forgot the golden rule of, Thou shall not steal. Um, yeah. I, I'm or if you want to order a package of poo, let them have that. <laughs> that too. Or if you have good neighbors, because there used to be a time when your neighbor would be on the lookout and they would get your package and hold on to it until you came home. Uh, that happened to me a few uh, about a year or two ago, my neighbor had this big, huge package delivered, and it was outside their door. And I was like, okay, they're not home. 
And I went across the street to go and get it. It was a heavy package, it a big, long package, big, long box. Uh, bought it back across the street, held on to it till they got home and said, hey, you know, your package was here and bought it back over. I mean, that's good neighbors. But that does not seem to exist. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, or, do you, or do the locker thing. Because, what, Amazon does lockers now? Um, mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure... No, it's just Amazon really with the lockers right now, right? Actually, I've seen lockers for uh, not not necessarily. I've seen them at Lowe's. I've seen them at Amazon for the Amazon lockers, and I've seen it in one other place where they've done the lockers um, so that you can order online, and then like it's an in-store pickup for the two, like the Lowe's and that. Oh God, I can't remember what the other one was, but. It's still, you don't have to talk to anyone because you just scan the little barcode that you they put there and, and you're done. Michael? Gotcha. <laughs> if there's any left around here now. It seems so many stores are here. Yeah, right? I, I, I don't remember which one it was. Office Next, maybe. Yeah. yeah, we'll figure it out. Doesn't matter. We don't have to be accurate. Just somewhat right. We'll correct it later. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. <laughs> um, right. But tonight, yeah, tonight on the show, here's the thing, and here's the lineup for this show. Of course, we're going to have tonight's almanac. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, and then we will have our retro moment of the week. We'll take a live look at what's trending. Um, this is kind of a weird week and a weird night, because I normally will tell Mary at least what we're kind of going to talk about. Um, I will actually be honest with you this week and during a holiday week, and I'm pretty sure the same thing will happen again as we get closer to Christmas. There really isn't anything going on. (laughs) It's what we call kind of like (laughs) slow news week. Um, so tonight I actually have three interesting stories, but this is what we're going to label tonight's show. If you want to know what's ahead and if you want to know if you should continue being tuned in, which I hope you do. Um, is tonight's kind of relationship night because the three stories are very interesting relationship stories, which we tend to kind of talk a little long about, but very interesting ones tonight and all have different threads among them. So we'll talk about those. Um, Just to kind of let you guys know also what's going on after tonight, this is the last show for the month of November. Next we meet it will be Friday night, December 3rd, next Friday night. And then that starts with four shows left in the year, four regular Friday night shows. Yes, uh, not counting our Festivus show, which right now I am debating. I am debating. We will see, and I will know within the next couple of weeks if our Festivus show will actually take place on Festivus or if we'll tie it in with our Friday night Christmas Eve show to be determined. <laughs> so, yes, we'll, we'll, we'll work on that. Yeah, TBD. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll let you know when we get there. But four more shows left, and then uh, we are in 2022. <laughs> so. We were just in 2020. What happened? Yeah. We were just in 20. Actually, 
We were just in 2019. And January 1st, uh, then we went to 2020. And then when we started January 1st of this year was when we switched over to our new time slot here at 10 p.m., 9 o'clock Central. Uh, so we're coming up with a year of being here in this time slot, which I hope a lot of you know that we're in this time slot now. <laughs> um, right. I had close to get uh, used to it, which I actually had put on our Twitter page at News Comet BTR yesterday. Uh, pretty much you got inundated, and I thank all of you for your participation yesterday because it was shows that we were thankful for. Uh, all of the 401 lounges that were done this year, our show that was done this year, uh, and then a shout-out to a few other people who have been so kind of the show. Uh, Sunday night, this upcoming Sunday night, I hope you're able to join me, brand new 401 lounge on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, my guest will be Kate D. That will be at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 o'clock Central Time. Hope that you can tune in. I'm looking forward to that show. Um, and there will be more shows upcoming. But that's TBD. <laughs> um, on the Almanac for tonight, just to let you guys know, uh, of course, it is the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, today is National Cake Day. Have you mm. had any cake or dessert here in the last 24, 48 hours? Um, no. I had pies. <laughs> Um, so that would be dessert, but not cake. I am going I to take it as cupcake today. Yes. That's cake. With whipped cream. <laughs> not cool whip. Cool whip. Cool whip. <laughs> so, so there's a great debate here uh, with pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only about it's it's <laughs> not only about its taste and if it's a worthwhile pie, but. <laughs> I've asked a lot of people here over the last few days about pumpkin pie. And there's a lot of strong opinions about pumpkin pie. Uh, some people love it. Some people hate it. Some people think that it should be abolished. <laughs> and then what goes on top of it, some people think that it should be whipped cream. And then some people think that it should be co- I did not think that since my rant about French fries a few weeks ago, that there would be a national <laughs> uproar on pumpkin pie. <laughs> um, I am the worst person to talk to about pumpkin pie because I will take either whipped cream or Cool Whip. Um, I am. I lean towards whipped cream, but that's just because it's easier, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's not. And it tends to be a little bit more sweet. Um, but I'll have either. It's it's a dollop of whipped cream, dollop of uh, Cool Whip on top. I'm good. Um, I like pumpkin pie. It's not my <laughs> favorite. It is not my favorite. Do a dollop of Daisy. Uh, it's not my favorite <laughs> pie, but it, I do enjoy pumpkin pie, um, and that is what we had this year with pumpkin pie, mostly because my Kiddo does not like apple pie, and that I, if I was going to do a pie, I would make apple pie. Yeah, I know. Mhm. Oh. Mhm. 
Yeah, I I I, I, I called her a, I called her a wanker and and then walked away. <laughs> you damn imperialist. <laughs> <laughs> There were other choice words, but I'm not going to say them because they're not worth it at this point. <laughs> uh, is that still used? Is, is that term still used over in the UK? But they told me to watch my language when I say it. Oh, really? Mhm. Is it that bad? Is it like a fu? <laughs> what is that? It depends on how you say it and who you're saying it to. Oh, so it would make. Uh, see, now I'm interested because I was going to go into the rest of all. Depending on who. I mean, it depends on who you're talking about and in what context. Oh, interesting. So. Kind of like calling you a jerk. So if I was saying that to what. Because you know like now in America how, you know, certain females playfully will call other females the B word but not really mean it. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. if they get to a somebody and then they call them the B word but they meant it. Is it kind of one of those words like that mm-hmm. where it could take on a double meaning? Yes. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. I was I was just wondering because um, – so if I like playfully go and tell somebody, "Oh, you wanker," and then we just go ahead and have a yeah. laugh, it doesn't mean as much compared to somebody who maybe, you know, cut me yeah. off somewhere or stepped on my foot, like "you wanker," like that, and then it would probably be very bad. I, I think that any time an American says "you wanker," it just turns into a joke for them anyway. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> just I feel like now. That out. We have- I feel like now we have gotten like our our UK um, or our our British, um, uh, you know, it's almost like the uh, with the terms that we use from your dictionary. No, no, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's it's almost kind of like the the UK word of the day. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we need. I feel like we need some music for that. All right, all right. I want to save the queen. What? I I just felt like that was kind of one of those things. It's like we need to have like a correspondent on, someone from the U.K., that can help us understand and see. We want to bridge the gap because this show is already worldwide. We're listening to in other countries. And hello to all of you who are listening to us in other countries. I feel that we need to bridge the gap so that we don't have these international incidents. So we need to have somebody on here that can explain this stuff. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Oh, I agree, hundred <laughs> percent. It's fun when you sit down and like it just this statement is like. So much covers how I felt when I was in the UK, which was they explained to me that a sausage is not a sausage unless it's a sausage. <laughs> I think they say that everywhere. <laughs> and, and I went, what? 
and you giggled like. <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> I already know. I giggle at anything that doesn't like. If I get confused, I giggle. Um, absolutely. So yeah, no. It, I would love to have people from other areas of the world jump in and just. Bridge those gaps. That's the best way of putting it. Bridge those gaps. Kind of be like, the what is this problem. called? Why do you call it that? That right. kind of thing. And we could explain different words here, but the only problem with that is that right now it is 3 a.m., <laughs> which uh, somebody would really have to be alert in order to be up and listen to the show and explain it to you. <laughs> yeah. Also true. That's the issue. That's the issue. But um, but today was National Cake Day, little National Day of Listening, um, which is the day after Thanksgiving. Um, it encourages you to gather your family and friends and record family history and stories for preservation. Uh, the program created by StoryCorps uh, uh, reminds us of the value that our stories hold. So National Day of Listening uh, is also National Native American Heritage Day, uh, Black Friday. By Nothing Day, it is also Maze Day, M-A-I-Z-E. Uh, it is Your Welcome Giving Day, and it is also Flossing Day. Um, the flossing from the American Dental Association, which recommends flossing at least once a day to achieve the best results for oral health. So, yes, those are the days there today. Uh, tomorrow, November 27th, it is National Bavarian Cream Pie Day. Uh, it is also National Craft Jerky Day. So, are you a big jerky fan? Um, yes, but craft jerky? That's are we talking like venison jerky, not beef jerky? Or craft uh, with a K as in the company? No, craft, with, not craft with a C. Uh, it recognizes that craft jerky is the standard by which all other jerky is measured. Uh, it awakens the taste buds and ignites the opinions of jerky fans the world over. Today focuses on artisanal creators of this dehydrated seasoned meat and snack extraordinaire. Mm. So, yes, I I am a mm-hmm. fan of jerky. Venison jerky is amazing. Hmm. I don't think I ever had it. Oh, it's so good. Uh, oh, and more importantly, too, you can get craft jerky day maybe at a small business because tomorrow is Small Business Saturday. Which is today is Saturday after Thanksgiving. Do you know how to type that in right there? <laughs> um, nice. November twenty eighth, Sunday. It is National French Toast Day, and it is the beginning of Hanukkah, uh, which begins on uh, Sunday. Festival of Lights. Um, so, to all of our friends that are celebrating that, Happy Hanukkah. Uh, Monday, it is. Electronic Greetings Day and Cyber Monday. And then on Tuesday, the last day of the month, it is National Mason Jar Day, National Moose Day, uh, National Math Awareness Day, Stay Home Because You're Well Day. (laughs) Uh, It is also National Mississippi Day, a National Day of Giving. It is also National Personal Space Day. (laughs) And it is also Computer (laughs) Security Day. So all of those coming up on Tuesday. Yes. 
Personal space day, I think, is important for all of us. <laughs> some people don't know how to give personal space. <laughs> I don't know how to give personal space. The six feet staggering thing, yeah, that was a tough one for me. <laughs> well, here's the thing. There is a thing called welcome personal space. And then there is an unwelcome personal space. Kind of like the people in the store <laughs> like right up on you when they don't need to be, when they should really just kind of back it up a little bit. Those are the people who need to personal space day. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, I'm trying to debate here. If I should just go right into our retro moments of the week and then come back with our three stories, or should I just go into story number one? Hmm. Choices and decisions because we're we're about twenty four minutes past the hour, and I want to so bad. Well, you know what? I'm going to say for all of you who are going to wait for the retro moment of the week, it's coming up. <laughs> I promise you, because I know a lot of people usually might if you are tuning in or you set this like a clock when you listen to the show, you know it is pretty much right at the thirty minute mark. But I'm going to probably go into the first story of the night, only because uh, this one I don't think will take that long, but it was an interesting relationship story on this, uh, what I call Relationship Friday Night here. But there is now something that's going on, and this came from the HuffPost this past week. And it says that if you're dating, almost undoubtedly have been kittenfished. Exactly what it is. Um, so pretty much what they're saying, uh, kitten fishing, a term coined recently by the dating app Hinge, is like a lower-grade, less various version of catfishing. A kitten fisher is an ace at presenting themselves unrealistically on their dating profile, whether by using heavily edited or really old pics, or by lying about their age or lifestyle to curry favor with their matches. Uh, unsurprisingly, it's a very common practice, and more than half of online daters, 54%, said dates have, quote, seriously mis- misrepresented themselves in their profiles. Uh, what are singles most likely to lie about? Men are prone to exaggerate their height, while women often fudge details about their weight, according to Dan Slatter, who's the author of Love and Time of Algorithms, What Technology Does to Meeting and Mating. Oh, and then there's this fun fact for single readers. According to OkCupid, the more attractive a photo, the more likely it is to be dated. Lying about your age is a popular choice, too. Uh, the men that uh, says uh, one guy claimed to be 35 on Tinder. As the evening wore on, he shared more details about his life and world travel as one couldn't help but wonder how <laughs> the guy get all done by 35. They figured out that he was in his late 40s, uh, and he claimed he liked meeting younger ladies since he was so young at heart. Um but uh, even if your date is into you, that initial lie, the fibbed age or your claim, uh, it says probably isn't the greatest look, according to a dating coach. So uh, when you used to uh, go to these sites, uh, did you find a lot of people uh, – because I would imagine, because I see people now on Snapchat or on uh, Instagram – kind of playing around with the filters quite a bit. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know because it, because filters could do a lot now. Um, I saw something the other day 
the story here about two runaway uh, teenagers. And I know for sure the other picture was nothing but filtered because they said that she was 15, and there was no way in heck if you had saw that picture, you would have guessed 26. And I think it was a filter off of, like, Snapchat. That was, like, that was the best one that you could use. Because somebody else also mentioned it. They were like, it's not helping any when you see a picture like that. Mm-hmm. But I would guess in that that is a lot more common uh, of people now lighting up stuff or using some old photo from, like, uh, Christmas 2005. <laughs> Did you see right. that? Um, you would think, right? Um, I and didn't. Um, the the older pictures, um, definitely pictures with like how how can I put this nicely? Um, flattering angles and lighting. Um, got a lot of those, got a lot of the, um, the, where they are cutting off at a specific spot or like somebody had hair in one picture and when you met them, they weren't. Um, so yeah, there were a few of those and it, it was, it was interesting because really when it came down to it, it was like, I, I'm not that person. Like, I, I'm sure that there's a little bit of the, hey, that's, that's attractive, but uh, honestly, it came down to, at least with me, like, I'm very much about communication, whether or not you can talk to me, whether or not we can laugh, and whether or not we have similar ideals about how we're going to be moving forward. Um, a lot of people accuse me of using older pictures, which was funny because all of my pictures, all my older pictures, I used to have very long hair. So I couldn't use older pictures or it wouldn't be representative of me. Right. So they were like, no, that's got to be an old picture. I'm like, that was last week. So if last week is an old picture, then yeah. (laughs) 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 Thanks. I look really tired this week. Picture. Um, Old picture. (laughs) And I just don't understand why people would do it. I just don't understand why people would do it, especially nowadays with, with the uh, a lot of like at one point or another when we were talking when I was talking to people to date them there was a lot of um we would talk on the phone but then we would have like a video call before we would have a date so I would Mm. see them that kind of seems like the smart thing to do I know we had talked about a couple weeks ago about um the sex on the first date thing, but I actually think in a kind of its own way, it's almost smarter to do because in this age now we have video chat on so many different devices. I think it's kind of cool if you do the video thing first so that it's not awkward when you see each other, because if you see each other and there's something about them that doesn't look right, you can tell on somebody's face right away. It's like, Oh, Mm-hmm. At least you can see them before you get out there, which is, I don't know if that sounds bad, but I don't know if it saves time. <laughs> I love the way it saves time. It, it kind of does, and it kind of doesn't. I mean, it does It does help you really focus down on what you like about someone. Um, voice, mannerisms, how they talk, how they how they write. Because, you know, mm-hmm. there's that written back and forth, texting back and forth. And then, again, 
as much as I would love to say, I don't do anything based on what everybody looks at someone. So the only people that are actually exempt from that are people that are blind. <laughs> and even <laughs> they have types. So, <laughs> like, you know, they reach your face and they rub on it and you get a huge nose and they're like, yeah, never mind. You know, I can hear it. Um, everybody has a, a feature or a, a look that they are attracted to more than and forgive more than other looks. Like they'll let them get away with more because they look a certain way, I think, at least with women. And it, even I, even if you don't want to go as broad as women, I know I have. Like I've found somebody attractive and they've said some really stupid crap. And I've let it go because it's like, oh, they're really cute. And then later it's like, that really was annoying. Why was I letting that happen? Why did I let them talk like that? You know, when, you know, I wasn't sitting in front of them staring at the face going, God, they're so cute. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's so hard out here. And I think I now realize why uh, some people just don't deal with the whole thing. But um, (laughs) that's one of the interesting stories that's out there. But we have two more. They're so bad. Well, I wouldn't say they're so bad. They're so shocking that I won't even give you a preview as to the stories that they are. It's kind of a more of what would you do. But we're going to have those. We're also going to take a live look at what's trending. Um, and we will um, also take a look, too, at, a, like I said, those two stories. Just a reminder, one more time, Sunday night, 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Central, Kate D. joins me on the 411 Lounge. Hope that you can join me for that. But first, tonight's retro moments of the week. Um, I will let you listen to them. I usually like to build them up, but uh, one is uh, now that it's safe uh, because we can now talk Christmas. It's about some Christmas deals. <laughs> and then the other one is about a way that people used to get maybe a potential gift or maybe some things for their home. But we'll listen to those, and then we'll be back on the other side. First, you're listening to page one with LaVar and Mary here on Blog Talk Radio. If you wouldn't feel quite right about spending forty-seven ninety-eight for a blender, don't. Get it with S&H Green Stamps. Get this Oster Classic 8-speed Osterizer. If you wouldn't feel quite right about spending twenty-seven ninety-five for an electric percolator, don't. Get it with S&H Green Stamps. Get this 10-cup Corningware Electromatic Percolator. If you wouldn't feel quite right about spending $25 for a new lamp, don't. Get it with S&H Green Stamps. With S&H, you can treat yourself to gifts you wouldn't feel quite right about buying. They're the best-known brand names in America. Shop at the fine stores and service stations that give S&H Green Stamps, an American way of thrift since 1896. Christmas gift values up to $15, now only $4.96 at Kmart. The amazing cookie machine, delicious decorative fun. Make beautiful rugs with the amazing speed tufting kit. Create exciting fancy foods with the potato chip machine. The bottle and jar cutter recycles throwaway bottles and jars into beautiful glassware. 
The Rhinestone and Stud Center stylizes jeans, shirts, anything. Homemade ice cream is easy with the automatic ice cream machine. Get these great Christmas gift values for just $4.96 only at Kmart. You're listening to Page One with LeVar and Mary on Block Talk Radio. Your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's LeVar and Mary. After Thanksgiving here on page one with Laura and Mary, we're thankful that you are joining us tonight uh, in the start of your Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, you don't have to trade in any S&H green stamps for this show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what I love, though, about the Christmas commercial for the Kmart one with the glass cutter, they literally cut, like, bottles of glass to, like, use them as, like, either drinking glasses or, like, vases. I don't know why you would need something like that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then, of course, you know with the rhinestone uh, bolter, you know what era that that commercial was from. <laughs> I mean, so, yes. go bedazzler, go. Yes. You know what? History does repeat itself because the bedazzler really much was the um, – the rhinestone maker, and I'm pretty sure in the next 10, 15 years, it will come back again. So um, there is two stories here tonight. Both are pretty much shocking. I, when I read it, it seems like something out of a movie. But this one um, was a story – well, one of, the, one of the radio stations I know here in Chicago shared this story, and this was from the Daily Mail. Uh, but it says that one Arizona woman helped her best friend deliver her new baby only to get a rude awakening. Uh, this reported by the Daily Mail, the woman quickly discovered that her own husband was the father of the baby she helped deliver. Uh, Haley Custer from Wickenburg, Arizona, said that she was heartbroken after discovering that her husband was unfaithful to her. Uh, she was married to Travis Bowling for six years. Uh, Custer said, in the hospital, before I found out, I stepped into that father figure role. I was there for every step of the way. Even in the hospital, I wore a daddy wristband. When she got her epidural, she laid on me. I actually gave the baby her first bath. Custer is a recovering drug addict and stepped in to help her friend, who was also an addict, uh, when she found out that she was having a baby. So how did she find out that the baby was her husband's? The baby said, uh, the baby in Bowling both share an identical birth defect on their necks. Custer confronted the two a few days after the birth, and their biggest fears were confirmed. Apparently, Bowling had apparently cheated on her at least 30 times during their marriage. Despite her husband's infidelity, she still welcomed her friend into her home after the birth. Custer said that her friend had nowhere to go, and she said, quote, I kept thinking of my kids at the end of the day. That is their blood sibling and I'm not going to be the one who causes harm to that child. Uh, she posted her story on TikTok where it went viral. Story here. Uh, you got to be, first of all, one heck of a person to um, still be kind of welcoming even after all of that. 
if that story were to happen to you, would you do the same thing that she did? Oh, heck no. I mean, I would like to think that I'm a better person than that, that I'm a bigger person than that, and if somebody doesn't have a place to go that I would I would help them out. Um, and maybe I would let them stay come into the home. But I can't I no. No. I, I'm trying to be nice and I can't. I, I've are, been I love burned that. by that bridge before. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been burned by that bridge before and I just I don't know that I could in good conscience not continually look at this person and go, You are the reason what? that I am unhappy right. now. Right. Not the child. Like the child, I get it. But I just, I, I, like I said, I don't think, I would love to think that I'd be a good enough person to do that unless I'm like, help them get on their feet. But no. I Even mean, better than that, shows... I'd be like, why don't you, you and, you and my ex-husband, because, you know, y'all just had a baby. You and my ex-husband can go and find yourself something better. Go. Right. I was a little surprised that she didn't want to go in with the ex-husband since he is the father of the child. And it didn't, and the story did not mention exactly where he's at in this picture. Um, But I mean, it speaks loads about the type of person she is. God bless her. Because I'm not sure, you know, under any circumstances that a lot of people, a lot of people probably feel the same way you felt. Uh, that they probably would not, and they don't care if that child is the step-sibling to their other siblings uh, and that she's trying to do the right thing for another uh, recovering addict. But, man, I don't know if uh, – like, like I said, bravo to her. She's a much better person than I am, and I would love to think that I'd be able to do that and be a good person. I'm lying when I say, yeah, I'd like to, I could do, yeah, of course I can do that. No, I'm lying. I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to at all. I would, I would definitely be one of those weird people that, not even weird. I think I would be, I'm being honest where if people are saying they can do that, they're not. Yeah. That's, I, <laughs> I want to be a good person. I want to be a good person. <laughs> not happening though. <laughs> I love how you repeated that a few times, but um, yeah, I, I don't know if that could happen. I, I think um, at that point, yeah, that would probably be, you know, I'd be like, you can go with the person who actually uh, is the baby daddy. That's just odd enough that, and, and even then, you would think that he would have been nervous about the point that, you know, they were so close and that she was helping her out. And he probably thought he'd get away with it if it wasn't for that birth defect. And I got to tell you, that's something because my uh, nephews all have the same defect that uh, my brother-in-law has. And it's a little bump that's on the ear. And when the oldest one was born, uh, my brother-in-law's mom took one look at the baby. And she's like, yep, that's his, because they all have that same birth defect, which is so strange. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just think, if he didn't, she wouldn't have known. Wow. If you thought that story was something, wait until the other story I've got for you tonight, because 
this one might even be a little bit more wilder than that one. But first, before we go to that, we will uh, take a look at what is trending tonight. Uh, among some of the things that are trending, uh, of course, it's Friday night, so wrestling is going to be trending. Uh, North Carolina State is trending as North Carolina is playing at North Carolina State. And also some a little bit of breaking news this evening, uh, some sad news. Uh, one of Broadway's most revered songwriters, uh, Stephen Sondheim, passed away at the age of 91. Um, he pretty much set the standard for the American musical. And, I, I, you know, to even begin to tell you uh, the things that he did, including West Side Story, uh, and also um, Follies into the Woods, uh, Pacific Overture, Sweeney Todd, Company, uh, A Little Night Music, Merrily We Roll Along, Sunday in the Park with George, Passion, Assassins, and Gypsy. Um, so, and of course, in addition, his name now adorns the famous Broadway house in New York City, formerly known as the Henry Miller's Theater. Uh, he, a lot of people were saying, it's still breaking. A lot of people saying that it seems like it is sudden because uh, his family was talking about how he had just celebrated Thanksgiving yesterday. Uh, but Stephen Sondheim, dead at the age of 91. Uh, so I'm pretty sure that we'll be hearing a lot about that in the coming days. Um, Apple Cup is also trending as Washington State's playing at Washington. This, of course, the, it always seems the weekend after Thanksgiving. It is rivalry weekend in college football. I am pretty sure uh, it will go without saying that um, one person here um, will be quite nervous tomorrow afternoon um, mm-hmm. watching one of the rivalry games. Me, that's all right. Yes, yes morning for you. <laughs> um, and, of course, if you've listened to this program long enough, you know that they will be cheering for the maize and gold not for those people elsewhere. That shall go unnamed on this show. Uh, (laughs) In those other colors. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So. It's May's Day, though, so that makes sense. Yeah, Yeah, it's May's Day, so yeah. There you go. Hopefully that will bring it to a little bit of luck. Uh, a lot of other you know, a lot of other sports uh, are trending tonight. Spider-Man 2 also trending as fans are ranking all of Spider-Man's cinematic features ahead of Spider-Man No Way Home's release in December. Um, that is being talked about. And then uh, one of the other, well, two of the other things that is trending tonight. Uh, one is a disturbing story that I've heard about throughout the day. Uh, South Africa is trending uh, for all of the wrong reasons as the WHO designates a new COVID-19 variant identified in South Africa a variant of concern. In a lot of countries, as of this evening, starting to restrict travel from South Africa and seven other countries in response to that newly identified Omicron variant of coronavirus. Uh, It just seems just as we get over the hump uh, with one thing comes something else new and unexpected. Um, And that is one of the trending things tonight. And then also trending tonight, um, I 
yes, it's an odd uh, town anyway, but uh, from uh, uh, Oroville is trending. Um, the vice mayor of Oroville, California, uh, has declared itself a constitutional republic because they believe that the very fabric of, the na- of our nation is at crossroads due to the vaccine rules. Um, <laughs> you know, because we all know that Oroville, California, as it goes, the rest of the nation goes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Correct. I'm not saying, but I'm saying. <laughs> and a lot of people are pretty much burning Oroville as they probably are. Uh, and some are saying, like, hey, well, we demand a return of $400 million spent to fix the Oroville Dam after the spillway broke in 2017, if you want to do that. Uh, or the next time a wildfire is threatening the town, let's see how that Constitutional Republic calls for help. So a lot of different people are pretty much taking Oroville to task tonight uh, in response to its declaring itself a Constitutional Republic. So, um, <laughs> as you know, all things come from Oroville. As a matter of fact, I actually think sweet potato fries came from Oroville, but that's just... Hey, lay off the sweet potato fries. <laughs> My sweet yeah. potato fries have never, just, have never declared constitutional anything. <laughs> oh, and I've always politely stepped aside for when the fries needed to be the center of attention. Right. Uh, also, uh, birds of prey. Um, <laughs> this is very interesting. Uh, birds of prey is trending um, for the wrong reasons tonight, as HBO Max replaced the R-rated version of Birds of Prey with a censored cut that's quote been edited for content. The censored version removes explicit language and visual jokes, like replacing Harley Quinn giving the middle finger with two-fingered gestures. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. So a lot of people are not very happy about that. They are furious about that. Um, and as one person said, Suicide Squad was one of the most gratuitously uh, violent films I've ever seen, and that premiered and lives on HBO Max. In fact, that movie is heavily influenced by Birds of Prey. wonder what the difference is. And a lot of people were saying that it is because uh, they are trying to tone down uh, how women are in films and the role of women in films. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what HBO Max's, uh, their excuse will be for that. But I don't know. So, and it begins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the other story tonight on this relationship Friday night is one that I don't know if any – well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you the story. Um, if you are not a reality fan, that's okay. I'm not either, so I didn't know the people who were involved in this story. But uh, on a recent episode of The Real, uh, Tammy Roman uh, said that she, quote, offered Reggie Youngblood the opportunity to, quote, take a break for a year or two and let him go find someone to have a child with. I'm going to explain this. Uh, The 51-year-old actress revealed in a recent episode that she and her husband have taken, quote, a pause on their surrogacy plans, and instead she has, quote, offered him an opportunity 
to, quote, go find someone else to have a child with. According to Roman, her career at this moment is starting to reward me for all of my efforts and the time that I've been in this business, and a baby for me right now would just not be the thing to do. The Basketball Wives alum, who was already mom to daughters Lyric and Jazz from her previous marriage to Kenny Anderson, continued, so what I offered him was an opportunity for us to take a break for a year or two and let him go find someone to have a child with. And then when he has his baby, we could get back together. It's really more about him being able to have his legacy here because he's an only child and he does not have any children, she added. So it's really more for him than it is for me. Uh, when the real co-host Garcelle Bouvet asked her what would happen if he follows through with her offer, she replied that she would, quote, help raise the baby. She said, and quote, I believe in co-parenting. I believe that's a very valuable part of the child's life if the parents aren't together. You need to learn how to co-parent. And then I can be there and love the child as if, if it was my own. Uh, though Rowan is open to the idea of her husband having a child with another woman, she said that Youngblood, who she married in 2018, is not. Uh, as she explained to the host, she, he said, I don't want that. I fell in love with you. You're the woman that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. And if God put me here and I'm not supposed to have children, then that's what it is. Uh, she went on to discuss their uh, fertility issues. Uh, and she said that um, they tried to have a child together, but they ultimately ended up having three miscarriages. Uh, she said that her body wasn't producing the eggs needed. Uh, and they even went to an IVF specialist. And she said that does she want to have a child with her husband? Absolutely. Uh, but if she can't, uh, then she wants him to have that opportunity. Uh, and when she said take a break, the thought process in his mind, her mind was to take a break emotionally to be able to invest the time mentally that it takes to find a surrogate, she said, you knowing that the process would at least take a year for young blood. I'm not saying go find a girlfriend, stick it in, get her pregnant, have a baby. <laughs> but she, she kind of backtracked on that. And she said, it's not like I want my husband to go spend time with somebody else, but I want my husband to have healthy children. I want him to be able to have children that carry on his family name. <sighs> now that you heard the story, and I thank God it wasn't the other part to that, but if somebody came and said, I'm going to turn the story that way. Um, if the situation was reversed or either way and your spouse told you, well, I'm unable to have it, go have it with somebody else, let's take a break, would you jump at the chance or would you continue to try? Uh, I'm still confused by why you would even suggest that. I mean... (laughs) That's Hollywood, man. <laughs> okay. Hollywood. If somebody said to me, okay, if I was in a, in a relationship and in a marriage and my spouse um, said to me, I can't have children and I want you to be able to have children, then that would be one of those things where we would discuss it and it would end up being a surrogate or like in my case because I'm a woman, it would be a sperm donor or sperm bank that we would be able to use. And that would be something that we would discuss together. Flip that, I can't have kids, spouse wants to have children, then let's find a surrogate so that we can continue and have, have a child. But that's together. That's not let's take a break and you go and do it. It's that should be something that's done together. The way that it sounded, 
and I'm trying to keep this on the straight and narrow. The way that it sounded, it sounded like she said, you know what, go ahead, take. we're going to take a break, you go have your affair, but it's not really an affair because we're not together. Right. And I would really question, if I was on the receiving end of that statement, I would really question how much that person that I have that I have said that I'm going to give the rest of my life to, that I'm going to share the rest of my life with, how much mm-hmm. that person really cares about me if they're, like, so eager to just be like, yeah, go ahead. I don't know. Take a break. Go, exactly. go get pregnant. Exactly. And, and, and first of all, before we continue on in that story, I'm going to help you ladies out with a PSA. Never, ever, ever. And I'm surprised that many of you have not learned from friends ever say something about taking a break because a guy is going to take that as pretty much it's over. Have you not learned? Watch friends in a break and you won't have that issue with your relationship. It's the more you know. All right. Just helping there. I mean, yeah, bless you, man. Thank God he's got some common. Think somebody had common sense. That's all I'm saying. Because if it was anybody else, if it was some young buck, you probably would have been like, oh, bet okay. Bye. This story would not have been that well. I'm, I'm just shocked. But it's it, once again, it's Hollywood. Because I don't know of too many people, regular people, <laughs> that probably would say something like that, do something like that. Um, I don't. Know, why is it? Why is it Hollywood? I I just don't know. But yeah. Um. Thank goodness somebody had common sense <laughs> and said, I want to have it with you, not somebody else. We're going to try, and if it's not going to happen, it's not going to happen. So give that guy a gold medal. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You, uh, you deserve so much more. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel bad for him because that makes it sound like she doesn't care. Pretty much. I and mean, that's that, the that's worst it's, thing. It's like, I don't care. I don't care. I mean, I get the disappointment of trying and then, you know, having the three miscarriages, which is a horrible thing to have happen. But you mm-hmm. keep trying. And you don't give up. And the thing is that the way that she kind of said it was that, well, I'm at a point in my uh, life where my career pretty – I mean, the way it sounds was that she pretty much said – that okay, I tried. I did what I was supposed to do, but my career is calling because it's at a tie point. So I'm going to stop trying. I'm going to take that break and go back to this. And you do you and try and see if you can get a kid. That's what it sounded like. I mean, am I wrong? No, a hundred percent. I'm I'm just floored that that even would have been on the table or somebody would have said such a thing. And like I said, I get it if from the emotional standpoint, because even one miscarriage, um, it is a jolt. 
But even after three, I can't fathom, you know, what the mindset would be. And I would have thought that if she was going to say anything such as taking a break, I would have said, hey, right now, you know, based off of the emotional uh, strain from those things, why don't we just stop for a while, try to recalibrate, and then try get. That would have made a heck of a lot more sense than anything else, and I would have been like, cool, that you sit there and you say, oh, man, let's take a break. But while we're taking a break, if you want to go and find somebody else to have a kid with, that's cool. <laughs> that's I, I don't know what to think of at that point. <laughs> so I'm flabbergasted. That's just I I can't wrap my head around it. Yeah. Well, that's how it goes. But um with that <laughs> until next we meet, um uh, the clock on the wall is telling us that it is just about time to go. But did you have any shout outs for this evening? We do have, you and I both have someone mm-hmm. that we know that is celebrating a birthday today. So happy birthday to that person. Um, hopefully mm-hmm. they are having a good time wherever they may be. I'm not really sure. Um, and then I've got a couple of other people that have birthdays either tomorrow or Sunday. So happy birthday to them as well. Um, and then also enjoy your time. Like, don't worry about just as much. Just enjoy your weekend with your family. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, you know, it seems like there's a lot of birthdays here over the next few days. So not only our mutual friend, but uh, also my play sister has a birthday today. Uh, happy birthday to her. Um, and then, um, yeah, um, glad to have you back. Glad that you are here. Um, and don't forget, folks, Sunday night, KD, 411 Lounge, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 8 o'clock Central, uh, right here on Blog Talk Radio. And then we'll be right back here with you uh, when next we meet. It'll be the month of December, uh, last few shows mm-hmm. of the year. Man, where is the time gone? Um, it has flown. And then, uh, yeah, we uh, will also let you know about uh, – our festival show uh, coming up in December. And, um, yeah, I, I kind of echo what Mary says, is that at this point, Thanksgiving weekend, this is pretty much one of those things. Also, as I stated last week, I'll state it again this week, please carry patients wherever you go <laughs> because there are some that don't have any, and there are some that are going to do something more than likely very silly. Um, so carry some patients with you. And try to enjoy this holiday weekend because there will be quite a few more before we flip the calendar. And uh, we don't want too much stress to cause us any health issues because this is the time of year where you not only get stress, but you also get uh, depression and other things that set in. And for those two, we're thinking about you because there's a lot of people that I know, unfortunately, that this has been the first um, holiday season that they will be without either siblings or parents and who they've lost them throughout the year. So definitely thinking of all of you uh, as you were going, and that's the other thing is just be mindful of just how much you kind of put out there <laughs> because there are people who are not to say to downplay it, but there's people out there too, who we know are kind of going through something this holiday season. So check on them as well. Um, and, 
we're always thinking of you. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, we will see you back here next Friday night, 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central. Thanks for listening, and good night, everybody. Get with us next week on these same stations and you can bet your last money. It's all going to be a stone gas, honey. I'm Don Cornelius. And as always in parting, we wish you love, peace, and so. Thanks for listening to Page One. Don't forget to get the latest show info on Twitter at News Comment BTR. And add us as a podcast on Apple.